0: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
2: Tuesday, October 10th. What's up, everybody? Uh, We have a uh, programming update for you. Mike Barber will not be joining us at 1030. He will be on tomorrow's program. Uh, So listen for Mike Barber tomorrow on nine ten the fan. I want to get into uh, a tweet just now from Adam Schefter uh, about Justin Jefferson and his injury. We'll get to that in a second, but first, uh, we've gone too long into this program without playing the Atlanta Braves win last night, which was about as good as postseason baseball gets. 2-2. In the air out towards right center field Harris going to go back Harris back to the warning track He leaps Michael's
1: got it He's got it They fired it in And it rolls across the infield Taken by Riley He throws to the back They double him off Ball game over Braves win I've never seen a play like that Braves even up the series It was back to the wall Harris went to the wall Harper took off He made a leaping catch of the wall fired it in, it rolled past Hobbies. backing up the play was Riley, he secured it through to the bag, doubled off Harper, and the Braves even up the series. Craziest double play you're ever going to see. What a catch by Michael
2: Harris. Braves went at 5-4 and even up the series. That's a uh, 8-5-3 double play on your scorecard to end the game. Austin Riley, what a heads-up play, backing up the throw. Michael Harris with the catch at the wall, an absolutely insane finish. Uh, Bryce Harper, the guy who got uh, caught tagging up at first there. Uh, here is Bryce after the game on whether or not he should have stayed.
0: Yeah, usually you don't pass the, the base. You stay in front of it uh, make sure it's not caught. But he thought the ball was clearly over his head. Uh, didn't think he was going to catch it. And Harris made a heck of a play. I mean, unbelievable so he tried to get back and he slipped and you know but usually you stay in front of second base
2: that's philly's manager rob thompson i, I had no problem with the play by bryce harper because you're down one in the ninth inning you're going to get a finite number of chances to score it, 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 to, to tie the ball game to go to extra innings and that was an insane catch by michael harris in center field he's playing to win He's understanding the stakes here. This isn't the third inning. This isn't a, a regular season game. This is a postseason game. you gotta, you got to find a way to force extra innings. Your best chance there is to score. Braves have their closer in. They're rolling. Home crowd's behind him. You might not get another chance to score. He's, he's going for it. And, and if Harris doesn't catch that ball, I think Harper scores. And I think we pat him on the back for an outstanding play. So I, I got no issues whatsoever uh, with Bryce Harper playing for the win in that postseason situation. But I'm I'm thrilled for the Braves. Um, it, it would have been rough to send it back to Philly 2-0 after the season they had, Ta- just taking two losses at home and that's it. Um, buys us another day of not having to debate this playoff format because um, if, if, if you lose too many 100-win teams out of the playoffs – because they had a layoff, because they run into hot pitchers in a best-of-five series, um, I, I think you have to reopen it. We, we don't have enough data yet. We've done this eight times. The team that's rested has only won three of the eight, uh, and they should have the advantage, theoretically, through the rest. I think we're finding that's not entirely true. I think we're finding that, that there's some benefit to playing, to winning a series, to being hot, to keeping it rolling. That's something they'll have to evaluate in the years ahead. Uh, but for the Braves, the winners even it up 1-1. A.J. Minter summed up what this Atlanta team is all about. I mean, all that was was just heart and nuts. I mean, that's all it was. I mean, Wheeler did an unbelievable job just locating, um, you know, keeping the hitters off balance. And, I mean, if, um, if you would look two innings ago, I mean, it looked like our season was coming to an end, unfortunately. And, and just the guys just battling back, just relentless not giving in and just Austin rally coming up and, you know, having one of the biggest hits in his career. And I mean, that's what the postseason is all about and for us bullpen to come in and, you know, just pick up Max I and mean, the guys did an unbelievable job. Carton nuts, folks. Your, uh, your 2023 Atlanta Braves, that'll, uh, that'll be on a t-shirt uh, probably by now if it's not already uh, outside of uh, SunTrust Park down there in Atlanta. That series moves back to Philly. Uh, the AL gets their day Today, uh, the Baltimore Orioles will try to stave off elimination against the Texas Rangers. I mentioned an Adam Schefter tweet that just came across the wire. Here you go. Here's the other unspoken issue that could potentially lengthen Justin Jefferson's absence. If the Vikings don't win games and stay competitive, what is Jefferson's incentive to rush back when he didn't land the contract he wanted? His absence could last longer than expected. So the Vikings put Justin Jefferson on injured reserve. You've got a lot of factors here. We, a lot of talk already about the turf. Travis Kelsey got hurt on the turf uh, on Sunday. He's, he might be the most valuable player to the NFL right now, period, because he's dating Taylor Swift. I, he, he spikes ratings all by himself. Uh, he, he may be the most valuable player to the National Football League. They could carry on without Pat Mahomes. They could carry on, We are carrying on without Aaron Rodgers. We're still having ourselves a lovely season. They're weathering Tom Brady's absence. There are no replacement Taylor Swifts out there. We cannot cut to Ciara in the box watching Russell Wilson. That is not going to move the needle in the same way. And so when you have a situation where two star players get hurt at the same time, Justin Jefferson, Travis Kelsey, in a stadium with the old style turf, the slip film turf, It's going to reopen that discussion. It's going to reopen the discussion of why they're not playing these games on grass and rightfully so. But I am intrigued because Adam Schefter does not speculate. That's not his job. His job is to talk to people and get the inside information. And Justin Jefferson's crew is clearly unhappy about everything right now. The way the Vikings are playing. The way his contract negotiations went this offseason. Probably Kirk Cousins. And he is—he is. I mean, essentially saying, "Hey, I'm not rushing back for this. It's one and four. Vikings are one and four. I'm not. I'm not busting my butt every day in rehab to get back for this team. Uh, Vikings play the Bears this week. Uh, You figure they'll take care of business there. uh, But then they got the Niners. Uh, So you're you're looking at—you're looking at two and five, and two and five teams don't make the playoffs in the NFL." This is, uh, I get, I get where Justin Jefferson's coming from, but it's, it's wild for him to put that out there so shortly after the injury, so contentiously right now, it might be time to trade Kirk Cousins. It might be time to dismantle, come back and get him next year. On the other hand, you've got here. Here's their stretch. Here are their games in November, Atlanta, New Orleans, Denver, Chicago. You, you could, you could roll the month. You could go four for four in November. If you're the Vikings especially if you get Jefferson back at the end of that stretch. Falcons, Saints, Broncos, Bears. This team just doesn't turn the ball over. They're good enough to win all four of those games. I can make the case for pushing the chips to the table, too. Uh, but, but if you've got a salty Justin Jefferson, you know, I think you know Kirk Cousins isn't going to be your quarterback next year. Might be time to hit the old reset button in Minnesota. Plenty more show ahead. Uh, when we come back, we'll uh, take on last night's game, the Raiders and the Packers. And uh, our favorite story from yesterday, Mario Cristobal down in Miami, refusing to kneel on the ball and win the game. He addressed that. Mark Stoops imploring his boosters to buy better players. And more, you're listening to MP on the mic. This is 910 The Fan, now one hundred five one FM. Another college football clip, and this one was equally fascinating last night. Uh, Mark Stoops down at Kentucky. I mentioned this with Mike Svetitz last week during his weekly appearance. I think that's the best job in America, being the Kentucky football coach. Zero pressure. It's a basketball school. Zero pressure. You're in the SEC. You're not expected to win. But all the resources, you get the SEC television money. You get everything. Indiana football coach, same deal. You get to fly under the radar. You go out and have a normal dinner in town without people being all weird around you. And you've got the resources. You can do something, and as long as you win a big game every now and then, you're good. Well, Mark Stoops has Kentucky rolling. They were undefeated coming in this weekend. They got it handed to them by Georgia, 51-17. And uh, this was his coach's show on Monday. This was his reaction to that loss. You know, the, the other side, if you want to do that, it's playing complain, deny, or make excuses. And we're not going to do that. You know, it is what it is. And, uh,
1: you know, fans have that right. I, I give it to them. And, you know, I just encourage him
2: to donate more because that's what those teams are doing. And, and, uh, in, uh, yeah, I could promise you in Georgia, they, they bought some pretty good players. You're allowed to these days. And, uh, we could use some help. That's what they look like. You know what I mean? When you have 85 of them. So, so, uh, uh I encourage, uh, anybody that's disgruntled to, to pony up some more. Here is the problem with a coach telling the fans, donate more if you don't like losing. He makes $8 million a year. The SEC TV deal pays every team $60 million a year. They build incredibly nice facilities. They have barbers on campus. They they have all these amenities. They don't funnel a dime of that to the players. You could reallocate the money tomorrow if you wanted to. No, Nobody's got the guts to do it because they don't want to show up to the SEC meeting and say, we're... And have everybody staring at them, right? We see this in the NFL all the time, right? Nobody's going to sign Kaepernick because they don't want to show up to the meeting and be the guy that did that. Nobody's going to give the contract offer to Lamar because they don't want to be the person who set that precedent. That's all that's going on here. There is more than enough money to adequately compensate a very good football team. A really, really good college football team. Between $60 million of television money coming in from all these places and the $8 million you're paying the coach that's coming from boosters. That's $68 million a year. If you distributed that to the players, that's already a third of an NFL salary cap. That's already a third of what an NFL team pays its players in a year. They choose not to do that. They're choosing to say, it's an NIL world. we got to pony up more. It more to play the game now. It costs the same amount to play the game. You're just choosing to keep your whole pie for yourself, and you're trying to bake a second pie. You've got to come around. This is, You can't have coaches making these salaries in this world. You can't have facilities that look like that in this world. Take a page from the NFL teams. They have very nice facilities. They have very nice coaches. Everybody seems to find a way to get the job done. And they distribute a big share of the money to the players. The first team that does that is going to dominate in college football. Nobody's got the guts to do it, though. Nobody's got the guts to do it in the SEC. <laughs>
1: This is MP on the mic on Sports Radio 910 The Fan and 105.1 FM.
2: 1144, this is it. The final segment of the Tuesday program we will hand it off to AWOD Radio. And then later tonight, Grant and Danny will take you home on The Fan. If you missed anything, it's on the free Odyssey app. Hit the rewind button. Check in on our previous segments. As promised, he is the host of AWOD Radio. He is Adam Epstein. What's up, man? What's up, dude? Uh, what, what do we got cooking today?
0: A lot of good stuff. We are going to go in on Jack Del Rio and Ron what, Rivera. What
2: did he do to deserve that? Wait, no, never mind. I know. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, did you hear, <laughs> and I know you talked about this briefly. I mean, Jonathan Allen saying that Chase Young spoke up, Jeremy Reeves spoke up, and Jack Del Rio spoke up at halftime. Yeah. I like that, but also at the same time, what is Ron Rivera being paid for? Yeah, you know, I just don't understand how he had nothing to say.
2: I, I think, I think he realized what his fate was, and that they weren't going to win that game. And you know, just shake it off, march it off onto the next one. I get, I get what you're saying, but at that point, like, you got to just try something. Because it's twenty-seven to three. Right. It was. Yeah. It was embarrassing. Come up with a trick play.
0: My goodness. Fake a punt. <laughs> Do something. I mean, you have to put points on the board. Don't kick a field goal when it's fourth and two. How about that? Uh, how about that? How about that? That,
2: that one bothered me the most, there You were there. The, it, it's you're finally driving. Sam Howell makes that great run, and you're like, oh, let's just take three points here. Take it from sixteen to thirteen. You didn't accomplish anything.
1: Took the energy out of the the whole stadium. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, they were chanting a whole different, you know, uh, former name of the team throughout as that drive was going on. <laughs> they're gonna be do- they're
2: gonna be doing a lot of that. Yep. Uh, that that until they rename the team at least. Yeah. There's no command. There's no nickname. There's no. It doesn't roll off the tongue. No. They'll be doing that. For
0: there us. should only be one commander, not fifty three of them. I mean, there that's that's the obvious answer. Right
2: <laughs> All right. Uh as promised, we're going to win one point seven five billion dollars in the yes. final segment. Here, we're
0: playing for the listeners. Well, I love to talk about like what are we gonna do with this one point. Seven, five billion dollars.
2: All right. So we'll give ourselves raises. Yes. Um, are you, if, if we win, if, if this hits, we're, we're going to make a Powerball ticket with exclusively Washington football great numbers. When this hits and we win, are you coming into work the next day?
0: I am doing a show remote. All right. I will okay. be from like <laughs> Budapest or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, Go yeah. to Thailand, you know, d- you know, just live somewhere for a month. Wad on the road, I will be live, but not local.
2: <laughs> I, I think I'm coming in too. I'm I'm do, I'm taking the victory lap. We're doing, we'll probably buy the station. We'll we'll just <laughs> yeah. run it. We'll re flag everything. It's <laughs> not the fan anymore. It'll be our station. <laughs> yeah. We'll give out raises. It'll it'll be good. We'll have, we'll have all the choices, time slots. Um. Yeah. That that's what I'm doing. Um. Maybe buy like a bar, you know, like a sports bar in town or something. Yeah.
0: You know, I, I mean, I've always had the idea that I feel like I could create the best sports bar possible. Because, what? you know, I think back to when growing up, I would go to Glory Days. They did everything great. Yeah. Glory Days is not great anymore. Yeah. All right. They've franchised. We, my friends and I were talking about this the other day. The one in Richmond, it's like, my goodness. Go, go back to Burke, Virginia, and go to that Glory Days, and then compare the two.
2: Yeah, that was a – Q Barbecue did that. I loved Q Barbecue. Like, they just had the one. It was like the dude standing out back, like, smoking the meats. Yeah. And then there were seven of them. all You know, you can't mm. do that. Can't do that. Can't can't franchise it. So
0: I have some ideas of what could make a sports bar great. I always have said you should put gambling in the sports bar, but not gambling with money. You're gambling to win free beer or to win win free wings or something. That Mm -hmm. way, if the game's on TV, you're you're in it to watch the entire game.
2: I'm in. I'm in. So let's win this. So we have to select five numbers between 1 and 69. Yeah. Uh, this is Washington football greats. Uh, and then one powerball, which is between one and twenty-six. So that that's like our that's our big one. Uh now wait Durrell said uh, he he wanted to put a Russ Grimm on the board. Um no, you want to put a Joe Jacoby on the board. I was
1: thinking Joe Jacoby. Joe Jacoby. He yeah. put a
2: Joe Jacoby on the board, so we got a sixty-six. Mm-hmm. Um I'm, I'm going to go big, too. I'm going to put a London Fletcher on the board to start. Ooh, I like a 50, that. A 59.
0: Well, you can't go wrong with picking anyone on that Redskins board behind you there you of the some great, of the greatest players the greatest of all time. Um, so, so the number one name that came to mind for me, and number, is, is a guy that went to games every single week for 15 yeah. years in a row. Cool.
2: Mm. All right, so 47, 47 on the board. 47
0: has to be on the list.
2: 47 on the board for A1. Yes. Um, I want to give a, give a shout out to our Odyssey DC crew and put B Mitch on the board at Ooh, 30. I like oh. that. Um, so I'm going to put a B Mitch on the board. Uh, we, need, we need one more and then, then the Powerball. And that's like, that's the one, you know? Yeah. Um, the, the, mm. the, well, have we,
0: have we talked about uh, what we have, great quarterbacks of all time?
2: We, we need a quarterback, obviously. What Doug? We, so what we haven't discussed mm-hmm. is. We discuss what's going to happen if we win the billion dollars. Like, There's also, like, if you hit one number, you win, like, $3. We haven't discussed what we'll do with $3 <laughs> That's McDonald's. for the we'll listeners. Buy, we'll buy Josh <laughs>
0: breakfast, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he works hard. Get him that McDouble, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: we'll, get a, we'll get him a McDouble and fries. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for breakfast, are you crazy? Get him a McDonald's breakfast on the yeah. way in. Okay, so we, so we have our plan for both ends of the of the victory spectrum here. <laughs> so I'll for
0: look, quarterback... I like Doug, Doug Williams. Doug Williams is
2: seventeen. Um and we need we need one more. Um hmm. do you want to do a Sonny? He he was nine. Um I, I kinda like a Brian Robinson an eight. Uh you know, just a nod to the current team. I'm cool with that. Um What was Thysman seven? Right? Okay. Um that that's a good play. Yep. So we need when one
0: we we use seventeen, so Jason Campbell's already out. Wow. <laughs> wow Jason Campbell. That's my
2: one, guy. Which one's our powerball? Is Doug the powerball?
0: So, a powerball can be numbers all the way up to 27? That's correct. I would like to suggest Clinton Portis. Clinton Portis 26
2: as the powerball. That is a
0: I mean, this guy's the, used to dress up, used to put the team on his back. Yeah. First carry of all time went 75 yards for a touchdown. That guy screams Redskins legend.
2: I love it. Uh and I'm going to I'm going to take Doug Williams as our quarterback, uh 17. I I think you can you, you also get Jason Campbell, so yeah bo- bonus bonus round there yep. as well you going to so see this like this is like yeah. back in school you fill out the little bubbles yeah. on the sheet of paper right <laughs> like it's, it's, you, you know, know how this works, works. The, 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 the way scantra. you circle
0: those bubbles is impressive my issue was always in class i would circle two bubbles <laughs> I, you know what I'm talking about? Where like you're just kinda of scribbling and then the teacher's like, Well, I don't know if you picked a B or a C. Let's just give him hundred percent, you know?
1: You just had to make sure you circling in
2: all the way. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thing. out. Of, I'm outing myself as a person who doesn't know what he's doing here on the lottery. I, I didn't know, it was like I didn't realize we'd be taking a test today. We would be graded on this. Oh my gosh, man The Scantrons. Scantron. Scantron. I was just I was driving me crazy. I was searching for the name. I was yeah. searching for it just as you had the Scantrons. S A T, Scantrons.
0: They were just too much. I know. <laughs> too many bubbles. I remember somebody
2: always told me, I, I forget
0: who it was, but they said, if you don't know the answer, just go with C. Because there's always a greater percentage chance that it's gonna be C. Hmm. Hmm. Did you, did you guys hear that too? I did too. It's the C, middle I, one. I you know, I always go well. for the middle column once. Yeah.
2: I just remember, like they say, if you don't know, guess. Like when you're running yeah, out of right. time, you're just like filling in the bubbles frantically. <laughs> right. to, now, you know, if it thread. says
0: all of the above, it usually is all of the above. <laughs> <laughs> like okay. in, in my okay. lifetime, right. if they give you the option for all of the above, I'm thinking they're well, why would they give me that option for just to be two of the three? No, right. it's all, of the, above. <laughs> it's all of the above. It's, like no, it's always all the above. Like ninety five percent of the time. A- yeah. Least.
2: My least favorite was true false because they're like they're not testing your knowledge. You're playing little mind games yeah. with you, right? I, I don't do true false with my kids at VCU. <laughs> we don't we don't we don't play that game. You know, <laughs> the, the multiple choice like you got to know the answer. Yeah. True false is always like. Was it not not the War of 1812? well? <laughs> right, right. Oh, it was in 1813. I'm so sorry it was false. Like, yeah, you know, that's not fair. Yeah, that's not fair true to anybody. Yeah, questions are crazy. <laughs> it's 50% chance, but 50% of the time you're going to get it wrong. Exactly, yeah. exactly. You might as well just guess on the true false. Mm -hmm. At at the end of college, we had the remote. Did you ever have the remote? Oh, yeah. Where you put that that one was kind of wacky, too. Yeah. Because we had the big classes. Yeah. So we had classes like 300 people. Right. We're all in an auditorium. And everybody had a little remote with A, B, C, and D. Yeah. And they put the questions on the board, and you answered. There was no paper. There was no, (laughs) no, nothing.
0: Yeah. Don't do what I did, though, and uh, give your remote to a friend and let him answer for you. Oh, no. Because they catch you. (laughs) They catch you every time. How do they catch you? (laughs) Because the teacher would walk around, and my Uh... buddy Chris had five remotes in his pocket. (laughs) (laughs) We were out there looking for housing, and... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we didn't need to go to energy class. Come on! I still get, graduated. I'm right. not trying
1: to get Chris in trouble, but did he end up? Uh, you know, was he getting a little some some on the side for
0: the fact? Uh, uh, no. no, no, no. I think, no, no. I think we him some beers. You know, <laughs> yeah. taking care of his guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a good yeah. deal. That's a good deal. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, man. Well,
2: so if you many. can not spell, you were done. Okay, I know that for sure. Especially with the true or false, the spelling.
0: Oh. Sometimes they just mess up the spelling, and I would just be like, "This is this is just the craziest test.
2: Not my spelling." This I'll is raise not- my hand first one out of the spelling bee in uh, in elementary school. Really? they did this they I, I was my class representative they chose me i felt good i felt smart went down to the auditorium with all the other kids out first word thanks for playing
0: <laughs> i remember in 3rd grade i got out on restaurant and oh, well, that's, <laughs> that's legitimate. Kind of, I, was was that. I was too young. I was too young. What you know? kind of word is that? I know. now Because now I still struggle with restaurant.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: not
2: easy. Does the U come first or the
0: A? <laughs> <I'll
2: rant>. yeah. <laughs> restaurant. Yeah. Restaurant. Restaurant. Oh, Justice, I, uh, I want to call back yesterday a second. Do you know mm-hmm. what escargot is? Escargot. Hold it, on. It's a food dish. Okay. I thought we were
0: using like a cheese. It's giving maybe cheese.
2: Okay.
1: I do know what it is. It, yeah. it, it, it is snail. It is
2: snail. It is snail. Oh, it is snail. That's you, a fancy name for a snail. They, good, well, they have bougies. to name it that because nobody's ever going to order snail. Hey, what you want? I want that's snail. A, that's, uh... <laughs>
0: have you tried it? Is it salty?
2: They, they drown it in butter. They basically serve it in a stick of butter. <laughs> um, so you're just eating a stick of butter, basically, mm. with, a, with a little something. Oh, because the there. salt will make it disintegrate That'd or something, right? Mm. Oh, or is that, that is that that's what? slugs. Okay. Those are slugs, you pour the salt, <laughs> <laughs> pour the salt on
1: <laughs> They seem like the same thing. Okay. Alright, <laughs> cool. great, great program. Sports radio 910 the man. Um,
2: Bring the energy!
0: It's happening.
1: Get it get, 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 get. for your lives. It's time for MP on the mic. Cunning. Capable, agile, flexible. It gets me pumped and it gets me
2: going. Michael Phillips is... Let's go! MP on the mic. 11 a.m. in the capital of Virginia. Michael Phillips taking you around town today. Take up to 12 o'clock, A1 Radio takes over. Grant and Danny will drive you home on the fan and live worldwide on the free Odyssey app. We are underway, hour number two of the program. And we are going to break down the world of hockey uh, with our friend Tarik El-Bashir from Monumental Sports. He is... Uh, He'll be ringside Friday night. Season opener sneaks up on you. Stanley Cup was uh, was on the set of Monday Night Football last night as they were in Vegas promoting their opener tonight. Uh, Vegas will raise the banner as they uh, play against Seattle. It's uh, it's a 10 o'clock puck drop there, but this is opening night in the NHL. Uh, it's uh, long awaited, and uh, hockey has returned. The Capitals will have to wait a few more nights they will start on Friday when they do. This man will be there. Uh, welcome in for his first appearance on MP on the Mic, Tarek El-Bashir, Monumental Sports. What's up, man? Hey, Michael. How are you, man? I am feeling great. Uh, I love hockey season. Uh, I love uh, getting to talk to you. So this this segment is a combination of two of my favorite things. Um, before we dig into the nitty-gritty, you, you got a new job in the offseason. Tell us about it.
1: Yeah, I did. I I switched over um, from The Athletic to Monumental Sports Network. Um, I had been at The Athletic for five years, um, and, and, you know, the opportunity to join a a rebranded network, uh, Monumental Sports Network, as people may know, is um, essentially NBC Sports Washington, uh, but now it's owned by uh, Monumental, and, um, you know, it's getting off the ground as we speak, and our first broadcast is Friday night against Sidney Crosby and the Penguins. I uh, couldn't have picked a better opponent for, for the, the, the first game of Monumental Sports Network. And I'll be writing a little bit for the website and for the app, and I'll also be making appearances on uh, pre- and post-game show, as well as some new programming that hasn't been unveiled yet, and uh, some of the game broadcasts. Um, uh, people also uh, may, may recognize my name from the TNT National Broadcast. I'll still be doing that. On some Wednesday nights throughout the season, so it's going to be a busy season. Uh, but I'm looking forward to getting off the ground. It's been it's been too long of a summer, I think.
2: I love it. I love it. We're right back into it, and uh, obviously, lots of folks in Richmond tune into those games on on Monumental. We get it on all the cable stations down here, and they announced today you can if you don't have cable, if you're one of those young people, that doesn't do that anymore. You can uh, you can buy it separately now, get it streamed through the apps, through the devices, uh, all the all the way the kids do things now, Tarek. Um, so for our, For people who who turn off the TV at the end of the playoffs and then uh, you'll pick it back up on Friday, uh, what what are they going to notice? What are the major changes that happened here with the Caps?
1: Well, (laughs) funny you ask that, Michael. Uh, They did add two big-name players. However, neither one is going to be available on Friday night. Joel Edmondson, a big crease-clearing defenseman, uh, it's actually something the Capitals have lacked in recent years. Uh, they traded for him from Montreal. Unfortunately, he suffered a broken hand in training camp during a scrimmage, and is going to miss about another three to four weeks of of time. Um, he will be back at, at some point. I would say probably earliest November. Uh, he's going to be a big difference maker on the back end. Uh, and then Max Pacioretty, a, a forward that I know most people are familiar with. He's he's been around the league for a long time. Thirty five years old. 30-goal scorer still can score. He's coming back from a twice-torn Achilles tendon. Um, they're, taking, they're taking their time with him. Uh, they knew when they signed him that he was going to miss the start of the season. I would look for him to be ready sometime in November as well. He hasn't started skating with the team yet. But those really are the major changes in terms of players. Um, The other thing that I think people are going to notice is a whole new coaching staff. Peter Laviolette and his crew are out, Spencer Carberry, and his group has taken over. And if we're being honest here, I think the Capitals' best chance to get back into the playoffs is going to be feeding off the energy and the new ideas uh, and the new schemes that Carberry and his staff are implementing um, as we speak.
2: How about how about my guy Nicholas Backstrom? He uh, obviously was was working through uh, that hip surgery last year. Right. Played in some games. How's he feeling coming into this year?
1: He says he feels great. Um, from what I've seen thus far in the preseason, he looks good. He looks like he's moving more free. Uh, he looks like he's able to make some of those off schedule movements that you know were kind of uh, you know a little painful to watch in the last couple of years. You could tell. You could just see. You could see he wasn't the same player. Um, uh, that said, to my eyes, he looks a whole lot better than he did last year. The real test, however, Michael is going to come here when, uh, when, when the games count for real and he takes some big bumps from some large defensemen. Then we're going to get a really good feel for, for how that hip is holding, holding up. But, um, I'll tell you, he's hopeful and the team was a little skeptical, but they're now hopeful that they're going to get back a player who can, you know, run the power play and center of the second line and, and do a good job. Uh, with
2: it. He's Tarek El-Bashir. He'll be covering the Caps all season long for the new Monumental Network, former NBC Sports Network, uh, available at Monumental Sports on cable and online. Tarek, we've set a world record here. We've gone five minutes into a Capitals segment without recognizing, asking about Alex Ovechkin. He's still there. He's still chasing the record. Where where do we stand on, on the chase for greatness here?
1: Well, he looks good as well. Uh, you can tell that he worked hard in the off season, And, um, you know, he's a player who is obviously a, a, a world-class generational talent. Um, but I think in the past few years he's spent more time in the off season, really caring for his body and ramping up and making sure that now at 38 years old, 38 years Ooh. old, he's going to be able to withstand the rigors. Of um of an NHL season, and the reason I emphasize thirty eight years old because anyone who's watched this guy over the last nineteen years knows that he doesn't shy away from contact. He he initiates contact for 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 Alex Ovechkin to still be playing at the level that he's playing at right now, um and and, and still playing with that type of physicality, it, it's mind blowing, Michael. I I, I don't. I don't know if there's another player in the history of the NHL that um, uh, was able to withstand the type of beating that his body has taken over the years and just, you know, kept on ticking. He kept on coming back for more. Um, He's not – it's funny. He doesn't have – for the first time in a while, I should say, he doesn't have any records that are right on the horizon that he's going to break this year. He's going to be, of course, going for Wayne Gretzky's all-time goals record, but that's not going to happen – most likely until, I would say, January or February of next season. So this year, um, I, I feel like, you know, the past couple of years, he's really been motivated by, you know, by checking those boxes and, and moving up that list. There's really no one to pass, or there is no one to pass, until he gets um, on Gretzky's heels, and that's going to be quite a while.
2: Is, is that Does that affect the day-to-day, right? Like, I mean... It- Everybody, knows. know, anytime there's a power play, anytime there's an empty net, like everybody knows you got to feed eight. Uh, how, how do they keep that chasing those two goals, right? Making the playoffs, but also get, getting him those goals. Cause I mean, that's, that's so much bigger than any one individual game. When that happens, that'll be, you know, the sports world will stop to watch that.
1: Yeah, uh, 73 goals to go. I, I, I think they're intertwined. When, when Alex is playing well, the Capitals are playing well. When Alex isn't playing well, the capitals aren't playing well i i, I really do think that they're, they're they're kind of dependent on one another um, I, I, again i I'm curious to see after all the hoopla and and the pomp and circumstance of passing someone it's it felt like the past couple of years he was passing an all time great almost every other week um for for there now there really isn't that um that drive to to um you know make history every every so often. I, I do wonder if that's going to have an impact on Alex and on the team. Somebody tells me that he's been doing this so long it won't impact that. Uh, the, the key, Michael, for, for Alex is going to be health. You know, towards the end of last year, you, you know, you could kind of see the hard miles were starting to catch up with him a little bit. You know, you know it, he had a little bit of a groin and a back, and things were starting to kind of ache a little bit, and he started missing some time. If there's any one thing, and, and I think he's going to catch number 99, but if there's one thing to keep an eye on, to be a little bit wary about, it's father time and it's, it's, it's those hard miles that he's logged over the years and whether it slows him down. Look, he's got three years left on his current contract. I think it's going to take him a year and a half to, to get on Gretzky's heels. I don't see a scenario where he doesn't pass them, but if there's that one, thing, that one thing that gives me a little bit of pause, it's health.
2: Oh man, you, you nailed it. Thirty-eight with that physical style of play. It's a wonder he it's a wonder he keeps accomplishing what he's accomplishing. It's uh it's quite impressive. Yeah. He's uh he's Tarek El Bashir. Thanks thanks for joining us. Uh, you can find his work on uh, Monumental Sports Network Friday night. They drop the puck. Caps pins. Thanks for dropping by.
1: Hey, Michael, give me a call anytime.
2: All right. Sounds good. I'll i give him a call in the middle of the second period. We'll see. Uh, that <laughs> not 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 really, but uh that that's always uh I always joke that's what's uh people call me in the middle of football games. People call me in the middle of the commanders games, give me the uh Hey you watching the game, what's up? You you there? How's it going? You you at the game? It's a pretty exciting game tonight. I'm gonna call call Tarek give him one of those. Uh love getting up love getting up. They gotta get up there to the uh the Verizon Center soon, catch a caps game. Uh th- those are probably uh those are probably uh one of the most fun sporting events you'll go to up there in the DC area. They they hooked me right away. When I when I first moved here, I worked for the for the Nationals. I, I wrote for MLB dot com um, immediately hooked. Uh, we, we did not have live NHL hockey in Wichita, Kansas growing up. Uh, that wasn't wasn't really a thing. We had a great league, though. Minor league. OK, the, the CHL, the Central Hockey League. Uh, so it was, a, it was a minor league. One dude owned all eight teams. And so he could essentially stack the deck however he wanted. Like, if one team was selling a lot of tickets, he'd make sure that team, like, got all the good players traded to them. Or if one town was, like, not supporting the team, all of a sudden they'd, they'd be like 0-70 that year. Tons, tons of fights. Um, to, you know, just, these were not dudes on their way up to the NHL. This was, uh, this was a very different kind. Of league. All right, we'll step aside a touch early. Give the extra time to our friends, uh, Justice Miller, Darrell Owens. They'll be uh, they'll be swinging by to chat sports as they do on Tuesdays. They'll be with us after the break. You're listening to MP on the mic. This is 910 The Fan, now one FM. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy,
0: celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive.